Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Echoey Album Nerds Podcast. I'm Dude, and I've got the Andy on the other line. Say hi, Andy. Yes, you do. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Happy Friday to you. I like Friday. Happy Friday to you as well, sir. This is the Album Nerds Podcast. This is a podcast where a couple of fellas who are friends talk about albums, talk about music, talk about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, etc., and uh, hopefully entertain you guys at the same time and maybe uh, introduce you to some music you haven't listened to before. Please join us over at albumnerds.com and tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what we should be listening to. We would love to hear some feedback from you, so go to albumnerds.com. You can comment on any of the posts, the podcasts, as well as the uh, playlists that we load up there every week. So, Andy, your turn to talk. What the hell's happening? I don't know, man. Not too much. What's happening with you? I just told a bunch. I said a bunch of stuff. You what's happening with you? What's new card, in the news? Man. What's new in the world? What's touching your soul or other things? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> you have nothing to talk about for these poor people that are sitting here like, what are these guys doing? What are you going to tell them? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. What you do you got nothing? You got stage fright? I don't have like a specific topic to talk about. <laughs> you can talk about anything. Are there any shows coming up you're going to be attending, for instance? Concerts. Music concerts. <laughs> <laughs> you go to them all the time. Don't you have anything coming up? Yeah, there's a couple of shows coming up that uh, <laughs> I guess I'm excited. God, for. you see what I'm dealing with, people? It's like pulling <laughs> teeth with this guy. Yeah, Go on. So, <laughs> yeah, let's just cut cut to here. Ready? We'll see. Cut. <laughs> I yes. like that stuff. That's cut some funny there. stuff. That's some funny uh, stuff. All right. Go on. Shows. What are you going to see? Yeah, Tool is coming to Rochester, where I reside. So we bought some expensive-ass tickets for that. That's exciting, and uh, there's a cool punk band that I love, Pile. We're coming to a little club in town uh, next month, so a couple things looking forward to. Did you uh, you have many ticket purchases recently? I was looking at the Chris Stapleton. Um, oh, he's on tour, yeah, this summer, right? Yeah, he's, he's touring some amphitheaters as well as hitting some local uh, arenas in the fall. He's going to... Um, be with Brent Cobb, who you know I love as well. Right. Tickets are a little on the pricey side for someone who hates being in large crowds of people. So we'll see. Maybe I can get something decent as as uh, the date approaches. I'm also thinking about heading out this fall to check out. I think it, it's for my wife. It's um, Matchbox 20 and maybe Counting Crows or one of the, I, I forget which other band it is, but. Okay, one of those 90s singer-songwriter yeah. bands. Yeah. yeah. So cool. she, she's excited about that. So that's pretty much it. I mean, maybe some little stuff, but I'm an old man. I feel uncomfortable in those joints most of the time. Yeah, you know, I always give you a hard time for for not going to shows as, as much as I want you to. But as I get older, I do like start to consider 
what the crowd is going to be like and what the, uh, you know, it's tough. Like on a Wednesday night, saying out to uh, one or two o'clock and yeah. Know, yeah. It changes it just, as you mature. Well, yeah, because so when you're 20 and you're going to shows, right? You're feeling like King Dingling. You're awesome. King you're Dingling. Yes. You're, you know, you're, it's you're king like of the king world. Yeah. King Dingling. You know, you got to, <laughs> you're feeling your power from your, from your pelvis, if you know what I'm saying. So, ah, uh, yes, gotcha. You feel like you're king of the world. You're indestructible. You're hip. You're with it. You're cool. You're at the hottest show, and uh, you see some guy in his 40s or 50s, and think, God, what a tool! What are you doing here, old man? What are you with your kid? And now I'm that guy, and I see those kids, and I'm like, man, those kids look like such assholes. Look at their stupid hair, their dumb way they're dressed, you know, et cetera. <laughs> and I know that I was dressed like a dummy. I had yep. like five flannels on, yep. and, you know, my uh, hair pulled in a top knot like pebbles from Flintstones or something, thinking I'm super <laughs> cool. I was trying to look like Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. Instead, I, I, I'm so glad there are no pictures. But I know that I looked like a tool. But at the time, I thought it looked super awesome. And if wow. some old guy was giving me the look like, what's wrong with you, young man? I would have been like, whatever, old man. You're, you're going to die soon. So I don't like being that old man. I just want to tell those kids, put some clothes on, young lady. You know? God. If you could hear yourself 20 years ago, man, how funny. Oh, I'd slap myself silly if I could find that guy. Right. <laughs> How things change. Indeed. So, speaking of things, <laughs> how about we... Okay, good segue. Good segue. <laughs> how about we segue, smooth segue, into uh, what we do best, or, well, I wouldn't say best, but what we do on this show, which is talk about albums. <laughs> oh, let's... I got one I'd like to recommend. Do you have anything uh, you'd like to recommend? I sure do. And I and Fantastic. I and I bet the kids aren't going to like it. So let's get to it. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, so what uh what's you, what do you what's on your mind there, buddy? What are you right. listening to? So you know I've been bitching and moaning about not having enough metal to listen to that Yeah, it's all you talk with. about. Because it's all too screamy and whatever. And there are right, different kinds yes. of screamy. Yep. There are different kinds of screamy. I like the Megadeth style <laughs> sort of screamy with some with some words that you can actually understand rather than the which is more your style. <laughs> right? I like thrash uh, metal. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. But no, go go ahead, man. I mean, uh, defend your, your uh, barkers. Oh, uh, well... I would say there's varying qualities of barkers or growlers. I guess growler would be a more accurate description. There's only one barker, Bob. That's barker. right. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and growlers are something that you hold delicious beer in. Anyway, anyway what we're going to talk yeah. about here is a band called Havoc, and their, the album is called Conformicide. I had not previously listened to any of their stuff. I believe they're out of Denver, Colorado. Yeah. They, They've been around for a few years now. I think their their first album was 2009. And they're considered part of the thrash revival, or re-thrash, as I have read, is a thing. Uh, and thrash is, is stuff like Slayer, Megadeth, Metallica, Testament, bands of that nature, their early stuff in particular. And these guys definitely thrash. Um, 
nice heavy guitar, good uh, guitar interplay, good musicianship. They have a new bassist for this album who reminds me of like a suicidal tendencies or something. He's got or even like even like Les Claypool a little bit. A lot of slappity slap bass on like some pretty thrashy metal. Very cool uh, balance for me. I really enjoyed that element here. Had you heard of this band previously? Had not. First first thing I first thing I ever heard from them. But uh I'd seen the album cover around. It's gotten been getting some press the last few weeks. So I was cool. I was excited to uh dig into it, especially since you said you were digging it. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bit initially hesitant with this kind of metal. Just because I always think it would be a little bit over the top. Yes. Especially like back in the eighties, I guess. But I think they do a nice job of and then and eventually I ended up liking this record. So Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean it's long, folks. It's fifty seven minutes and forty nine seconds, which is pretty long for an album like this. And it's pretty pummeling the whole time. Yeah. Thrash is not like a something you'd expect to be long songs, right? But there's a few on here that are pretty lengthy. Yeah, and the second half of the album I think isn't as good as the first. Yeah, but I would agree. It could be due to fatigue, you know, ear fatigue. fatigue like, <laughs> oh, ear fatigue. I think mean, like the record is getting tired. <laughs> no, I mean, like I get tired, you know, I'm digging yeah, it. I'm like pounding yeah. my head and then, you know, I'm an older fella. So, you know, if I'm banging my head and like, you know, whatever, I don't exactly air guitar, but I certainly am moving while it's on. I get tired. I get winded. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> by the second half, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. But the, sonically, too, I think it slows down a little bit. Uh, it, it's a little more paint by numbers on the second half for me. Um, yeah. Ten tracks starts off pretty strong with FPC, which is about uh, political correctness, basically being the root of all evil. There's some there. The lyrics are interesting here. I feel like they did a good job of actually telling, of actually speaking to political and uh maybe religious stuff they they spoke to real topics and um even though it's in a way you can hear it you can figure it out and it's about something and i i like that as well yeah let's play uh let's play a track here that uh has some pretty awesome lyrics what are we going with first hang them high sure okay let's do hang them high Yeah, I would like a little bit more of the cleaner singing, but still, I I really dig that track and and there is the screaming, but you can understand the words, which is nice. Yep, it's a good compromise. So you liked it? Yeah, I, I overall I did for kind of the same reasons you mentioned the bass and the the you know the kind of the substance of the lyrics was interesting. They were political without being like. You know, too specific. There's more just kind of generalities, which I think works really nice in songs like this. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, I think they probably could have cut out a track or maybe cut down a few of the tracks towards the end. But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it, and I would, I would heartily recommend it as well. Yeah, he, the uh, the slap bass guy Nick, I can't say his last name. I've never seen it before. Shen Zellos. Yeah. Apparently, he was he's in some other bands, Cephalic uh, Carnage and Job for a Cowboy. Really, really interesting. I think that slap bass makes to me makes this album cool i don't know if i'd like it without it uh yeah it's a nice so unusual yeah Yeah. true so play one more yeah let's do that uh i think we were going to also include a little something from intention to deceive So that's all about misinformation in the media and stuff and uh, great drumming, too, by the way. Yeah, they played pretty well as a band. I, I watched a few yeah. of the live performances from earlier this year and pretty sweet. I would uh, probably go check them out. Yeah, very tight playing. I mean, it does. They, they are a very high quality. I mean, they do bring out elements of the 80s thrash bands, but the good ones. Um, I, I was really impressed by these guys, and, and I don't know, you know, it, it's a little raucous for me for uh, most occasions, but there are days when that will definitely make its way into the speakers. Sweet. Well, nice one, man. Good choice. Thanks. As always. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I've, I'm changing your life for the better. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I shouldn't even say anything. It was right to your head, man. Yeah, so I thought I would change it up a little bit with my pick this week. Um, talk Wait, about it's very similar. Very similar. <laughs> They're from Denver, Colorado as well, I believe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I should say it one more time. That was Havoc, Conformicide. Yeah, sorry, guys. I stink. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, um, something we don't talk about too much, pop music on the show here. So I picked a record that I've been digging lately from a band that's been around for a little while, Tennis. They put out a record uh, just about a month or two ago called uh, Yours Conditionally. It's a really nice, like, uh, kind of like a 70s throwback pop sound to it. They're like a husband and wife duo. They're a really interesting and intense relationship that I think uh, really influences their music. But I think it's pretty uh, compelling stuff. What were your initial impressions there, bud? Well, I saw the cover of the album, and th- it looks like the 70s. Right. Um, so I guess I was thinking it was going to be a, a Fleetwood Mac type of a thing, but it really isn't, but it is actually enjoyable. And I intend to, uh, I played it for my wife a little bit, but I think she'll really like it. I like it. It's interesting. I mean, I, I think the, the songwriting is pretty strong and her vocals are good. I mean, she's, I don't know. Why don't you why don't you fill in your thoughts and and I'll kind of jump in here and there, but I was pleasantly surprised. Let's just leave it there so I don't go yak 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 like I usually do. Oh, cool. Well, why don't we play one of the tracks? Uh, just to give a little taste to the crowd out there. Um this is track 3, Fields of Blue.
actually felt a little 80s to me too. And I don't know about you, but I heard little, I heard Madonna sometimes in her voice. Really? In her voice? Like the singing Madonna when she used to actually sing, sing. Yeah. I can see that, sure. Um, yeah, it's got that nice kind of like hazy, kind of shimmery guitars layered in there in a, in a really nice way. They're really, really well produced. Um, they actually put out the record themselves, uh, which I thought was impressive. So like I was saying, yeah, husband and wife duo, they live in California, and the story is they took a, a sailboat trip, just the two of them, from, I think it was San Diego, all the way down to Cape Dory, which is in Mexico, which is a pretty good way to think about sailing by yourself. I think it took a few months, and uh, over the course of the trip, it, it kind of changed their relationship, and... I talk about how they, you know, they're basically putting their lives in each other's hands when you're out there on the high seas, like kind of sleeping in shifts and having to support each other. You know, it's it's kind of inspiring stuff. Obviously, inspired uh, a batch of songs here that I think uh, comes from a really like true and, and genuine place. And it sounds like they have a pretty cool relationship that I think leads itself well to a lot of these love songs here that uh, they put together. Yeah, I mean, I have a really good relationship with my wife, and if we were sailboating songwriters i have a feeling it'd be something like that pretty much be the exact same record yeah no except the the (laughs) probably be a little bit more uh some guitar riffage yeah of course some shredding and some creed singing (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's play uh let's play one more track here uh towards the end of the record um this is modern woman This was the track, I, I forgot which one it was. This was the one that made me actually think of Tori Amos. I don't know about you, but I I heard just the music itself as well as the vocal delivery and the harmonies and stuff, hmm. which is a good thing in my book. Oh, yeah. Tori's amazing. So, yeah. Well, that was uh, Tennis, Yours Conditionally. Definitely come recommended for me if you're digging uh, some pop music. It's a good one. Hey, man. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly the polar opposite of <laughs> Havoc. Yeah, but <laughs> Havoc, but uh, we embrace all kinds. It's a nice listen. I could definitely, you know, see sitting sitting by a uh, bonfire or something and listening to something nice and pleasant like that. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I was I was surprised. I mean, I saw that come up in, in the new releases a couple of weeks ago, and I looked at them, and I'm like, eh, I bet it's all electronic or something. Cool. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you dug it, man. They do have kind of yeah. longer hair, so. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> she threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's do some let's transition and do some propos. Giving propos. Indeed. Indubitably. What you got, man? What's uh, what's been good to you? Oh, you know what's been good to me. Robot British ladies. Oh, fuck that but what robot. else has been good? <laughs> <laughs> we'll lose bitch. the robot in the future. 
Uh, I know you're resistant to artificial intelligence and the future, how robots will take over the world. You gotta watch. I should have done a prop for this to show humans. Oh uh, yeah, of robots. Okay, yeah, I watched. I've seen a few. Interesting show. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. All right, so <laughs> that should have been on the list. I stink. All right, so what I wanted to talk about a little bit, it's a software program, kind of. It's by Neverware, and it's called Cloud Ready. So basically, it's a quick and easy way to install the Chrome. It's a version of Chromium OS, which is the, uh, you know, and Chrome OS is a Linux-based operating system that's on all Chromebooks. And it takes doesn't take a lot of space. It runs very smoothly. It doesn't have a lot of requirements like Windows and everything else. So I had a super old, beat-up laptop running Vista that I just couldn't use anymore. Mm-hmm. So I went, I downloaded Cloud Ready, followed the instructions, and um, it was quick, it was easy, and I was able to install basic Chrome OS on this laptop, and it runs like a dream. It runs fast. And most Chromebooks don't have a lot of uh, storage space, but this old laptop has like a, you know, I don't know, 250 gig of storage. The OS hardly takes up any, and you just got to be connected to the internet to use it. You can browse the internet, you can listen to music, you can watch videos, watch movies, all of it. And it was really easy to do. Uh, You can either run it from a USB stick, so you don't have to get rid of... um, Windows, if you don't want to, you can run both OSs at the same time and switch between them, or you can wipe your hard drive and just have Chrome OS. And uh, yeah, so neverware.com, Cloud Ready Home Edition. I guess what they do, uh, their big business is selling it to schools so they can recondition old, broken down computers and make them usable for students again. So it's pretty cool, very easy, and uh, it was a fun Saturday project to do. I was sitting there playing video games one Saturday morning, and I'm like, you know what? I bet I could do something that is actually worth spending my time on <laughs> more constructive. So <laughs> I, uh, I did that and it was, it was cool. So I encourage you to check that out. There's a list on the site that tells you what compatible uh, devices, you know, what compatible computers you can use. Mine was not on the list, but it worked anyway. So uh, I encourage you to check it out. If you've got an old laptop or PC that you aren't using and you want to you know, set it up for the kids for quick, easy use. Yeah. Chrome is a really nice choice, especially if it's like, someone using a computer who's maybe not super computer savvy or doesn't want to bother with like updates and software and oh yeah yeah there's none of that stuff there's none of that stuff and you don't really have to worry about viruses or any of that jazz yeah it's a good solution cool man so that's a cloud ready by uh never neverwhere Neverwhere. cool all right, yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to an awesome documentary. I guess it's more of a drama, dramatization of the uh, the O.J. Simpson trial back in uh, the early to mid-'90s there. It's called The People vs. O.J. Simpson. It's up on Netflix. You may have seen it. If you were considering watching it, I would definitely recommend digging in. It's like uh, 10 episodes or so. Super dramatic, super high intensity. I forgot how just like exciting that court courtroom case was i love that those courtroom dramas though well, you were so. young man you were yeah i was young, like a, a teenager early teens and there were so many details i just kind of forgot so it was so it was fun to watch you know the the i think the question everyone has in their minds that's familiar with this case who played kato kalen 
<laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> but who's in it? Uh, are there any big names? Oh, yeah, there are, actually. Um, David Schwimmer is in it. He plays one of the Ross? Ross from Friends, yeah. Cool. Who's he play? He plays a lawyer. Um, okay. He doesn't play OJ, then? No, OJ is played by Cuba uh, Gooden Jr., <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money, yes. Yeah, he does a great job, actually. He's very convincing. And uh, John Travolta plays uh, Robert Shapiro. He's one of the lawyers. And he, he looks awful. He must have had plastic surgery or something. He looks yeah. like a monster. But uh, <laughs> Wow, that's unkind <laughs> of you. Wait till you see it. Yeah, was, was uh, Schwimmer Kardashian? Yes, yeah. Robert, okay. Robert Kardashian, I think. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, is that Kim Kardashian's? Family? I don't know. No. I think so. Isn't that Bruce Jenner? I think so. Or no, Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Jenner I think it's the stepdad. Stepdad? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. See, I mean, you know, I educated you a little bit today. I think I could be totally wrong, <laughs> honestly, but that's what I think. I'm not even related, but yeah. Anyway, it's a really good good show. To, to okay. Check out. Do they show check the out. the the chase the the Bronco? Uh, they show everything, yeah, right from the murder scene all the way to the the courtroom decision. Um, Dude, I I know it's not it's kind of off topic, but the night of the Bronco chase, I was at a party, okay, and um, it was an outdoor party, but all of a, a bunch of us were inside watching the the chase on TV, and yeah. that night I one of the reasons that I'm not a big fan of of the uh, of the uh, chronic. Is that night the Dr. Dre record? No, the marijuana. Oh, just the marijuana in general. <laughs> that night, gotcha. I almost really hurt myself. <laughs> and so, <laughs> when I think oh, of really? OJ Simpson and I think of that Bronco chase, I think of the night that I almost fell off a cliff. Oh, that was the night. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, you always talk about that. But I didn't know that was no. Th- the there night were two. Was there the were two OJ. bad nights, but that was the first bad night. I oh, okay. got hit hard. Then I ended up sitting on the porch of this person's house and was talking to I think somebody's grandma or something was there and I was just like babbling to, to some lady. So <laughs> thanks a lot, OJ. Glad you bring up those memories, man. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, man. Yeah. So uh check what was it called? The People versus OJ? You got it. Yeah. Right, uh, how how can people find that? Netflix? Yeah, I think it was produced by Netflix. So Okay. Yeah. All right, so check that out. Uh, and you can, if you want to, if you have an old computer, you can go uh, install Cloud Ready, have your Chrome OS going, and uh, watch the Netflix right there. There you go. So thank you for listening to us blab on about things we like. Thank you for listening to us blab on about albums that we like. So, uh, Andy, what should people do? What can people do to help us drive uh, listeners to this podcast and, and get this community flowing. Well, you know what I would love is if you if you like the show, tell a friend, share the share the podcast with them, put it on your social network. We would appreciate it, and we'd love to know what you're listening to. Hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Symbol, tell us what you're into, and we'll talk about it on the show. And that's at Album Nerds for Twitter and Symbol, right? That's right. Yeah, and, and you know, I've said this before as well, but if you don't really care for the show, share it with an enemy, uh, <laughs> an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. That's right. Make uh, them pay. And even, you know, yeah, make them pay. Make them listen to a couple of dum-dums talk about music. <laughs> dum-dums. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve it after that. <laughs> 
All right, man. Well, yeah. So please go check us out. Tell tell people about us, and uh, you know we are happy, happy to engage with you more uh, and and get this thing get this thing really rolling. So thank you for those of you listening, and uh, we hope you have a wondrous weekend. So enjoy, and we will see you soon. Well, not really, but we'll talk to you soon at length. All right, bye bye. Cool. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening. See ya.